0: You're hanging out with myself, Given Illustrative, and Mr. Charles Dutoy, and right now we're heading into our discussion for this evening. Um, I don't know if this feels like quite serious uh, discussions, um, you know, talking about the influence that modern Christianity um, should or can have on modern society at large. Um, and I, I think it's conversations that we should familiarize ourselves with, because it It is time for us to just accept the fact that we have a history of influence um as Christians, right, and that influence doesn't not always mean you know because when you talk about influence these days because of what Hollywood has become and because of what the music industry is, we I believe as the Christian community have begun to think that anyone who tries to have um, widespread influence through music or through film um, and and through these other through politics right we think that anyone who tries to do that is is pursuing uh, evil first thing first place we could start Um, we think that a person who tries to get influence through entertainment right um, in in a, in influencing modern culture is being evil, or they're pursuing riches, and they're not being fully for God. And I would I would I would aggressively disagree with that, right? Uh, because it's not the case. It it is if you allow yourself to be perverted by these industries, then absolutely. And of course, the discussion that we're having here, or the discussions that we're having this month, aren't to say that you should go and. Put plug yourself in these fields of environment to such an extent that you become perverted. That's not what we're saying. And we're also not saying that you should go into the melting pot and expect yourself not to melt with the rest of the the metal that's melting there or with everybody else. And what I mean by that is we're not trying to say go into, let's say maybe you're an actor or you're an actress. We're not trying to say go into the worst parts of the acting industry and see all these evil things, people doing drugs, people abusing each other and taking each other for granted and expect yourself to be unscathed. Obviously, you need to exercise caution within these environments, but it is a good question for us to ask ourselves like here's why, right? One of the reasons that i I really thought deeply um, about this discussion of of Christian influence is mainly because it is very, very important for us to understand the fact that um music. Film, the film industry, the entertainment industry as a whole and politics have had the most influence on human beings more than anything else, right? Um, I mean, we and we've had... Many Christians in our Christian history who have influ- have political who've had political influence without being corrupted themselves. Uh, we see it in the Bible as well. David was a musician, right? He was a worshipper, and he influenced the kingdom through doing that. Um, so, and then there's there's making movies, there's making music, making movies. There is having a talk show um, that discusses current issues. There is um, there's a lot of spaces that one can have influence. Influence in, including the world of politics. Now these, even you as you're listening to this, these spaces have influenced you somehow. They've influenced your language, your conversations, your behavior, the things you accept as a norm. The way that we dress in the modern world has been made acceptable to a certain extent by television because we saw People in television dressing in a particular way and therefore thought to ourselves, hmm, I can make that work, right, because of marketing and advertising. So then it begs the question, um, um, these are all tools. It's much like, so basically what I'm saying to you is this, um, influence, you can think of it as a job that you're trying to get done. And every job needs a tool. Some tools are more efficient than others. Like, for example, if you're trying to undo a, a bolt, right, or a screw, you need a screwdriver, right, to undo the screw um, or to tie, fasten the screw. Whatever you're trying to do, a screwdriver would be the best tool to use. So what I'm trying to say is that being able to influence the modern generation is a problem that we're trying to solve. And the best tool to use is are these spheres of influence. Um, any other way does also do the job except it does it it does it at a very smaller pace right Um, And also has its limitations And I'm not saying that For example being a minister And influencing your immediate church Or just influencing a group of people Through being a disciple a Is not impactful It is very impactful In fact it is more impactful To be a disciple Discipling a small number of people You can change other people's lives Just by focusing on 5 or 10 people um, Way more people's lives But there is the urgent need for widespread influence right to influence the masses uh, for the masses to understand that christianity has value that it can add to communities Um, so the question that we want to ask for tonight specifically is can christian films compete with hollywood in influencing modern pop culture there is no denying that hollywood has the upper hand in terms of influencing modern pop culture, in terms of gender identity, in terms of the way people speak and dress, uh, in terms of even our interests as well. You know, Hollywood is, ve- and even in in the way that we pursue wealth and how we identify with wearing labels and you know all of that stuff, and how comedy for the past I don't know how many decades comedy has influenced. Uh, pop culture in young people in telling them that casual sex is a normal thing so then the question that we're asking tonight is should christianity not have a, a more of an influence very interested to hear what you have to say about this Shal.
1: welcome back to i'm live my name is the toy and uh, this is the part of the evening which we devote to our discussion and just sit and have an interesting talk about what's happening in life, what's happening in Christian life, and I think more appropriately, how should Christians respond to what is having, what's, what's taking place in life. And one of our, the theme for our discussion for this evening is the actual fact that how can Christian movies compete with, uh, I want to say secular movies or worldly movies with regards to influencing pop culture. And there I need to make a statement from the beginning. And I think one of the issues that we are still facing today, and you've seen it a couple of years ago with regards to the music industry as well, is the fact that there is a wide divide pertaining to the entertainment industry in what is classified as worldly or secular and what is classified as Christianity or religious. Now, I don't know if this is well known to you, but when you go to the massive stores, massive music libraries in America, when we still actually purchase CDs, that artists that were signed to gospel labels, Weren't found in big label uh, industries or in big label or big chain stores, CD chain stores rather. They were found in Christian bookstores. So the moment that you signed a Christian label or signed to a Christian label, you were immediately, your audience was, I don't know, like a tenth of the entire population of America. Because they would need to go to a Christian bookstore to purchase your CD or your DVD or whatever the case might be. And I think that is something that we are still struggling with today in the entertainment industry, specifically with regards to Christian films and Christian books and the likes. We make movies not necessarily for the world to see. We hope the world to see it, but we hope for the world to see it and watch it. But we know that 90% of the people that's going to consume it is Christians. And Christians would need to understand that there are no, or not no, but there's almost no budget for Christian movies, and then we, I firmly believe, we sometimes tend to set substandard uh, entertainment or substandard scenes and recordings for movies, where in actual fact the storyline is 100%, the storyline is very on point, it's crucial that we need to see it but then we can't get the mass population to consume that media because it's not necessarily good media now the funny thing is and the great thing that actually excites me is the fact that technology has advanced to such a degree that we can do a program like this where i'm in the western cape and given is in gauteng but we can communicate seamlessly by means of be it Skype, Zoom, uh, Google, or um, Microsoft Teams, whatever the case might be, technology has advanced and it's not actually costing you an arm and leg to have proper content. The same is on IAM and the same can be said with the movies that we produce. People nowadays using TikTok, for instance, or Instagram Reels or whatever you use, can have beautiful, beautiful Movies produced. You can use some of the things that you can use on an iPhone or the new Huawei phones, even though Google's a bit difficult. But the lenses and the capabilities of these phones are amazing. Uh, same can be said with regards if you need to do uh, ADR, which is automatic dialogue replacement in video, That what that would mean is when they shoot the movie and afterwards they realize that certain of the dialogue is a bit muffled or doesn't sound good, they need to re-record that in a studio in order for it to sound clear and be audible, right? Nowadays, you can buy a home studio kit for, I think it's less than 3000 probably a bit more now with the exchange rate, so let's say 5000 But you can buy yourself a home broadcast kit or a home studio kit that sounds like you would have sounded in a recording studio. Of course, if there's outside noise and stuff like that, it still will have an influence. But you can sound proper and your voice can have this warm, beautiful sounding to it. I firmly believe if we want to influence pop culture, we need to move away from branding films as Christian. That's the only way that we would influence pop culture. If we can influence the world by showing them the gospel of Jesus Christ, by means of the gospel, not only by means of, I don't know how to say it, I'm fumbling over my words because I'm thinking of that very, very famous Quote, by William Booth said, preach the gospel and use words when necessary. But if we can preach the gospel with our movies, the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is good news for all people, which is that which is found in Isaiah 61, freedom to the oppressed, uh, freedom to those that's in prison, freedom from those that's struggling with addictions. If we can preach that gospel by means of a movie, not sent merely to the Christian population, but to the entire worldly population, that would make sense. I also personally have this issue with uh in christian movies that people always at point 99 become saved i don't know if you've ever saw that but they would something terrible would happen and then they come into salvation and then um things just work out for them i don't know they're 99 they come saved and now the movie ends and the credits start to roll whereas when we watch movies uh like the Lord of the Rings, which was an olden day trilogy, people that not people flocked to that cinemas when that was being released, when those trilogy were be being released, but people did not realize that that is the gospel. people did not realize that that in actual fact was a fantasy way of pretending of or or, or broadcasting the gospel to mass media exact same can be said by um the Chronicles of Narnia, which we all know is Christian themes. But it's the gospel message presented in such a way that it is appealing to people. And then, upon closer inspection, people realize, but wait a minute, when I listen to this or when I watch this, I realize in actual fact that I am watching the Christian gospel. I'm watching Christian doctrine. If we can do that again, that will influence the modern day believer. That is the way that we will influence people. Um, I've, I've read this book probably years ago uh, called The Screwtape Letters and I've always wondered if we can put that book, which is a Christian book, into a movie some or other way That would just be remarkable. That was how we would be able to influence the lives of the people around us. That's how we can influence pop culture, showing that, listen, Christians aren't these arrogant or need not be or should not rather be this arrogant people claiming that they're the only ones that are having the truth, but we are the only ones that that stumbled upon the truth and we are trying our utmost best to see if we can discover it for ourselves continuously. We know that Jesus Christ is the truth, but we also struggle with certain things. We do not know how to react to transgenderism. We do not know how to act when cancer attacks our family. We do not know how to act when certain people have the desire to have a baby, but just just doesn't happen. Perhaps if we can make honest, truthful movies about the fact that Christians need not think they have all the answers... Um Christians need not think that that since we serve God, He will provide and you all that because He does, but it's certain times that God just doesn't answer prayer. There's certain times that God says no, and we will we will only be able to influence the culture around us if we are truthful to the culture, saying that we do not have all the answers the moment we are open, honest and say we don't have the answers, but we know Him. That, I think, uh, we we, we know the one that holds the future, even though our future is unclear to us. That will make the world of a difference, and that is when the world will will start listening to Christians again. And I hope that makes sense, but that's my two cents worth worth on how Christian movies can influence pop culture.
0: Oh, Shal, thank you so much for that. Um, I really love the perspective that you're sharing about... um, you know, the fact that we need to be, we need to infiltrate the the world with with some level of discretion. Um, we need to be incognito. <laughs> um, we really do need to have that. Because one thing I was thinking of is, you know, what's one of the most irritating thing about the world of marketing sometimes and business is when a company is constantly, you know, when a company tries to do something good. And they are very um, obnoxious about making sure that their brand is all over the place. And I think that's what we do sometimes with Jesus, um, We, it, which it's very, very good for Jesus to be the center of it all. It is non-negotiable and it should be non-negotiable for Jesus to be um, the center of everything that we do. But it is important for us to understand that sometimes you are more effective at converting people to Christ and leading them to Christ when you give them something good first. You know like going and actually helping someone because you genuinely want to help them and you're not trying to sell them Jesus. So I think when we want to brand everything that we do as Christian, it is because we are trying to what we're actually trying to sell is Christianity, which is true. That is what we're selling. But the problem is the world then starts to view you as a salesman. And as people don't like that because it's intrusive, it's invasive, it's uncomfortable when, a, you know, like a salesperson Calling you on your phone while you're busy in a meeting, um, and we all get that harassment these days. And I'm honestly not for it um, because everyone is busy sharing your number. Your number's somewhere existing on some platform, um, and they're able to purchase those. And you're just getting calls from salespeople you've never met with or given your contacts. Um, they generated you as a lead on some platform, and 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 that's what it feels like when we constantly want a brand our content as being um you know christian or christ content um we can have much more you know i i had a conversation with a colleague and i know i've mentioned this before that one of the things that disappoint me about um the church currently or let me rather say christendom you know one of the things that disappoint me is in, in specifically in the field of marriage counseling I don't like how a lot of pastors are only willing to offer marriage counseling to their members of their own church and i i don't I don't have time to get into all of the reasons why I know that the reasons seem valid, but to me they're not good enough, and the reason is because marriage counseling is something that South Africa needs i mean imagine, imagine now, think about it this way: would you rather? Go out because this is the same excuse that people who don't give financially give they'll say something like oh no what if they go and buy drugs and yet at the same time you're not even taking that money and buying them lunch yourself right uh, because to show that the problem is actually with your heart it's not with the fact that this person is going to buy drugs uh, but the thing the point i wanted to make is this um I- I- imagine what would you rather have a nation that has good successful marriages is that not more is that not more important than whatever excuse you have to not give free counselling to your community? you know listen to people's problems, pray for them, and allow God to work through them and take the gift that God has given to you and give freely off that gift and extend beyond the borders of your own church because here's the thing. One of the reasons that the church is not taxed, churches are not taxed, church institutions is because the government understands that the church is there to help the community, right? Not just the people coming to the organization, not just the stakeholders. Um, The church is there to help the community. And I think when we start to understand that if we take our content and we not always focus on branding it as Christian content, We will be much more effective because the principles of Christianity will be understood by the world. The world will understand why we should value being married to one person and committing to them the world will then understand why marriage is so significant because we showed them through our films, right? We displayed Christian marriage through films um, and we showed why it's important that that also the fact that Christian marriages go through problems, but by God's grace and applying godly principles, we're able to revive and, and move through the tough times. There is so much to be said, <laughs> but unfortunately uh, we don't have much time anymore. So we're gonna cut it short right here